Welcome, everybody, to She's All Booked, a podcast for book lovers and avid readers. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. We're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. Chat about and analyze. Sometimes overanalyze. The books we're currently reading. Sometimes we're on the same page. And sometimes our pages differ. But either way, we always have an opinion about what we've read. By the way, we're real people with real families. So you may hear cats, dogs, birds, babies, or husbands. So enjoy the bonus material. Now let's get booked. Booked. listeners stick around at the end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus content hey 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 listeners if you're enjoying our podcast please give us a five-star review on apple spotify or your preferred streaming service to help us reach more listeners and spread the word about our podcast hey people hey welcome back welcome back to the snack what's to up the snack. let's unpack <laughs> yeah <laughs> not really i just had some toast and that was my snack uh, and I have some cookies here, but I, I'm not going to eat another one. But they're so amazing. It's the Tate's Company. Everybody knows they're great. The little green bag. Uh, they're the coconut ones, which, as Alex knows, I am not a coconut girl, but I highly recommend. They're amazing. Yeah, those sound really and, good. And then I have water, and I actually finished a, uh, a coffee today, which, don't judge me, was holiday eggnog, and it was amazing. Mm, that sounds good. I haven't had my coffee yet, but I could really use it. So as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to make one. All I have right now is my water. And no, I wouldn't have survived without caffeine today. So. Yeah. Yeah. For some strange reason, yesterday I had like a cook off spray with myself. Okay. Uh, I don't know what my issue was. I had a lot of energy yesterday. I woke up, I started baking muffins. Uh, I made apple, banana, peanut butter muffins. Mm -hmm. They were amazing. Yeah, that sounds really good. I know, because I wanted to, you know, when you want to use the bananas before they get mm. too dark. So I was yeah. like, I need to do something with these bananas. Mm -hmm. So I mashed them up and then I put, uh, I cut up an apple and threw that in there. I put some peanut butter, some applesauce. Mm. Um, I mixed up in the blender the oats, like oatmeal to yeah. make it like a flour. And I poured that in. Uh, I put two eggs and I put a little bit of oat milk. They were amazing. They came really good. And it yeah. turned out to be like 21 of them, which is so random. <laughs> Um, and a of course, like, yeah, and of course I put chocolate chips in it too. Mm. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. So they, they came out pretty good. Jax was a huge fan. Nice. And at least I know they're healthy. Yeah. But I didn't stop there. Uh, after that, I decided that I had to make mashed potatoes. And <laughs> I had, because I, I needed them for some reason. <laughs> I made eggplant, fried eggplant, mashed potatoes, baby carrots, and salad. Wow. So much food. Yeah, you got fancy I don't know. yesterday. Yeah, I don't know who the hell I thought I was cooking for. And then when everybody sat down, they were like, one of them was like, I'm not hungry. Uh, <laughs> I was like, God damn it, you're going to eat. Yeah. All right, I cooked all day. <laughs> uh, it was just really funny. I was like, eat it and shut issue? up. <laughs> yeah. And then immediately, immediately after food, I gave my son a bath and passed out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Literally. Uh, and I was like, nobody come to me. I don't need anyone talking to me. I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. I played chef yesterday. I don't know. Nice. That's fun. That's good. Well, I guess. Yeah. And hopefully you have leftovers for today. 
So you can definitely, eat them today. I'm not, I told them I will not cook for anyone. Do not ask me. <laughs> Do not ask me. You will have leftovers. Although yeah. my microwave is still on the fritz. Ah, uh, it sucks. I know. So everything has to be heated up uh, in the oven, but honestly, or in the frying pan. Mm. but honestly they taste better that way anyway so yeah they do yeah i usually yeah when i heat stuff up i usually use the toaster oven because it does taste better so yeah what i've learned through this experience is that unless i'm making popcorn i really don't need my microwave yeah it's not like the essential appliance like if it was my oven i would have a serious issue oh yeah or my stove i don't think i'd be able to function yeah no the microwave should be like a last resort or if you're just feeling lazy is kind of if I'm just like I don't feel like waiting or I don't feel like doing anything I'm just gonna shove it in there it, but... it's for popcorn and frozen vegetables that's it mm. <laughs> that's it <laughs> you know and I can make the frozen vegetables in the pan yeah but popcorn no I mean technically you could make them in the frying pan too don't you have a popcorn that's... machine I do I do it's I don't have it up here anymore it's oh, in the okay. basement all right uh because it's massive yeah. You know, it's cute, but like after a while, I was just like, no, I don't need this here. Yeah. Well, they have little like countertop ones. I used to have one, but it broke. So I don't have it anymore. But it, I mean, it works fine. It's good. It's actually healthier too, as you know. So, uh, Doug came up to me the other day and said, he was like, you know, they have slushy making machines. I was like, like, for what? What do we need that for? Actually, Rob's that sounds uh, amazing though. Yeah. Rob's niece has one. She got one for Christmas and she was making little uh, snow cones. <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> I mean, I have to find all the natural stuff for it. It just sounds like a pain. Yeah. But that sounds dangerous. I will be drinking slushy. If I had that, I'd be drinking slushies daily. Yeah. <laughs> I would be living on slushies. <laughs> I would be making my water slushy. <laughs> mm, a slushy, right? slushy lemonade. Remember that slushy place? Slushy water with, with fruit, man. Where was that place we went to eat years and years ago? I think it was a Chinese restaurant, but they had the slushy lemonades and they oh, were the it's best not a Chinese restaurant. No, no, oh, no, it's not. No, I know what it is. That that it's like a cute little cafe. They okay. have the best iced tea and lemonades ever. Uh, yeah. The lemonade. Yes, you had the lemonade with yeah, me. The, the lemonade, lemonade has lemon has lemon ice in it and they make it like a slushy. It was the best lemonade I've ever had in my life. And I th- the iced tea, the same thing. They put lemon ice in it. It's just Amazing. so damn good. Yeah. Uh, I go there just for that. I love that place. That's a summer, <laughs> springtime place because you yeah. sit outside. Yeah. Uh, but they have the best sandwiches ever yeah. at that place. Okay. Ever. I don't, I mean, I I don't, don't remember I don't... the food, but I do remember the lemonade. So yeah, <laughs> it was memorable. literally years and years ago. <laughs> I know, and you still think of that place. I do. That's funny. It was well, the best. we will have to go there in the summertime. We will take yeah. Jaxie, and we will get our slushies, and that's fine. Yay. Okay. And the, it's literally lemon ice in it. I mean, you can't get better yeah. than that. No. 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 And I tried to duplicate once, okay? I had iced tea here, and we went to, uh, like, Ralph's Ices and got mm. lemon ice. Not the same. Hmm. Interesting. Good, but not the same. Yeah. No, I don't know what they do with it. I don't know. I think they slushy it with the lemon ice and then put lemon ice on top of it. It's just so damn good. Yeah, it was freaking amazing. Right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> now that I want that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I have some updates for you because I watched this movie, Saltburn, and I wasn't sure if I was going to watch it. I was like, maybe I will, only because people have been talking about it. I'm sure you've heard things about it. Yes. But my friend Jen watched it and she was like, guys, I've been so disturbed. I put it on last night. I couldn't sleep. I needed to watch like a palate cleansing movie just so that I could go to bed after it was so weird. So I watched it. And overall, there are 
a few scenes that are definitely a little nauseating and I was just like I might throw up and this is gross and it's really weird but I do recommend watching it it's a very very weird movie but it was well done and just be prepared and what maybe... are nauseating about the scenes without giving the scenes away graphic N not like gory or anything like that it's more like I don't I don't want to say anything with it like and be able to give it away but basically there's like like he licks something that is really gross and like he does this thing during a uh intimate moment i guess you would call it and it was really gross i don't want to give anything away it's not graphic wait and then i don't watch it anymore and then you there's tell a... me what you want oh okay all right so i mean if you I'm plan so on what yeah all right if you plan on watching this movie then don't listen to the next 10 seconds of this if you don't care then continue to listen and be disturbed like i was so there's a scene where he is engaging with this girl and she's like oh it's not the right time of the month and he's like oh good thing i'm a vampire anyway he he gets period blood on his hands and then he's like licking it and then he's like smearing it on her body and then putting his fingers it was so disgusting i was like i'm gonna throw up and then there's another smearing it on his body though he was like kind of smearing it like on his mouth and like face and then he smeared it on her body like her like neck and chest area and then he like put his fingers in her mouth and then they were kissing it was just very disgusting and then there's another scene where i'm gonna throw up i know well there's another scene where this other guy jacob alordi if you know him he's very popular people think he's very attractive i personally don't really get it i think he's weird looking anyway he jerks off in the bathtub you don't see anything anyway when he's done you see the bathtub is like draining and the other character like goes in and is like licking all the, right the water and stuff off the bottom of the tub and he's like sucking the water out of the drain it's just really disgusting and I'm disturbing sorry, what's this movie about other than that weird shit it's about point yeah actually it does I, I believe that the director is trying to send a message about classism and the excess of the wealthy and things like that and it's about this lower class guy they're they're in college they're at oxford together and he goes home with his friend for a, an extended stay like a month while they're off from school and it's his experiences living in this like straight up mansion with this rare, very wealthy family and there's a lot of like weird shit that happens at the end and i don't want to give anything away again because it gets kind of twisty i do think it was well done the acting was really good there were just some scenes where i was like what is happening like why was this included this is creepy it's weird there's like another scene where one of the characters dies and he like has sex with the grave like the dirt <gasps> and it was really weird and then that's i mean and then the very last scene you see some things you didn't need to see there's one thing in particular a dick and aside from that i did think like i said the the acting was good the uh cinematography was good and the message overall was like kind of interesting and good it's nothing you really haven't seen before but it was disturbing and i just needed to update you about that because i was like what the fuck rob was like what the fuck are you watching <laughs> it's like I don't excuse know. me while i go hurl <laughs> i know yeah it is nauseating so i just wanted to tell you about that about I'm that so experience glad that you wanted to share that experience <laughs> with me i needed to because misery loves company and if i had to see it you need to hear about it <laughs> I mean, I had no idea about that. And that's so funny that you were like, don't watch it with Jax. Don't watch Ew. it with children. Don't watch it with children. I honestly, I wouldn't watch it with your parents. I don't. Honestly, <laughs> I, just, I wouldn't don't... watch it with yourself. Yeah. Uh, it was weird. 
But so there was that. I did. I did want to let you know. I finished my tandem read of oh, good. Empire of Storms and Tower of Dawn. I did like both books. I think Empire of Storms was a little bit better. It was faster paced, and I cared more about most of the characters. Tower of Dawn, I didn't hate though. I actually really enjoyed it, but there were some lulls with this one character that I just didn't care as much about. All of the stuff from Assassin's Blade comes back, every single piece of it, and then more of it in Kingdom of Ash, which I started as well. And honestly, I'm enjoying Kingdom of Ash so far. I I don't know if reading the series is worth getting to, like these, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I'll see how Kingdom of Ash ends, but I will say there are some things in Kingdom of Ash so far that are reminding me heavily of Iron Flame, which just brings me once again back to Rebecca Yaros and just... It's just one more thing to add to the pile. But just to give you an idea, there's extended scenes of one of the characters being tortured and then healed and then tortured again. And then there's like ghosts or hallucinations that are appearing. Oh, and shit. and I was like, this is the same exact shit. Like once again, Becky Yaros just does the same exact shit that everyone else does. It just bothers me. So I just wanted to tell you about that because it annoyed me and I needed to Well, share. I have two questions. One, do you think that the Tanzim read added anything? Yes, I do think that the tandem read is, I think you should do it because I do think that Tower of Dawn, so first of all, Empire of Storms and Tower of Dawn in terms of timeline take place at the same exact time. So it's not like you're, you're going from one book into the next one, they're happening at the same time. So it does make sense from that perspective. Also, I agree that once you finish Empire of Storms, you're going to want to know what happens to that character. And that character is not in Tower of Dawn at all. And it's going to be, you're going to be like, this was bullshit that I have to read this 700 page book just to get to the next one to find out what happens to this character. So doing the tandem read, you don't have that experience. I don't think you necessarily need to go in the exact order that the the recommended reading guide has like I think if you just read like a chunk here a chunk there and then just finish Empire of Storms and then finish Tower of Dawn you'll be fine I didn't do it exactly as the guide says partially because I was listening to it on audio and sometimes I would just be like oh I forgot to change it to the next to, to the other book and sometimes because I was like I don't want to switch back and forth every couple chapters I'll just read this chunk and then I'll do the rest so I don't think the order matters so much as long as you finish Empire of Storms before you finish Tower of Dawn that's all okay and did the series pick up for you because I know you were feeling like meh about it yeah I liked Queen of Shadows. I mean, I liked Air of Fire. I thought Air of Fire was a good book. I liked Queen of Shadows a lot. These two books, I definitely liked a lot more. I was like looking forward to reading them. And oh, I'm looking forward, like now that I'm reading Kingdom of Ash, I'm like looking forward, like I want to get back into it. I am taking a pause on it because I'm reading The Frozen River for our book club, but I'm reading that and I'm listening to Kingdom of Ash. So I've been like, listen, I was listening to that and um, when I'm doing things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to give yeah. you that update about it. Uh, I started listening to The Yellow Wife on oh. Audible. Okay. Like yesterday while I was cooking. How is it? Millions of things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she she good. I mean, it's very interesting. Very interesting so far. Uh, I didn't expect much. I just heard some good things and then. I only got maybe like two chapters in, but I, I'm really liking it a lot yeah. so far. Um, and I don't always like a book from the get go. Um, yeah. But I really, I'm really liking this one. So oh, we'll good. see. I'm definitely gonna finish it. Yeah. I think you'd like it too. But it's, I'm only, I'm only two chapters in, so yeah. I don't know. 
yeah when you think it happened that's on my list i'm pretty sure i've heard very good things about that book though. yeah yeah it's got historical vibes so okay I know uh, we finished Ruthless Vows and we'll obviously, our, actually our episode is going to air yesterday when this airs, <laughs> but you guys okay. will have already heard what we had to say, but we're recording this first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we, I know you kind of, it put you in like a little bit of a book slump. And yes, it did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It makes sense because I think it would have for me also if I wasn't already in the middle of like another series. And I think that's why I kind of returned to those before starting the frozen river because yeah. i was like so annoyed by ruthless vows um that i think i would have been put in a slump too so hopefully the yellow wife will take you out of that yeah i, I figured so. you know maybe listening would help me too because mm. i didn't feel like picking up a book and reading it so i was yeah. like let me just try it this way i mean i had to stop it a lot because you know yeah okay mom same time but other than that very interesting so yeah. and i was too tired to keep listening to it last night but i think if i wasn't i would have right that's good so. i'm yeah i'm looking forward to hear when you finish it what you think yeah i'll keep you updated let yeah. you know well yeah ruthless vows was probably the biggest disappointment for me so far this year yeah and uh, yeah i don't know remarkably bright creature is going to be hard to beat yeah well so can we just stop writing books that are quote fantasy that aren't that's all yeah can we just stop doing that? It's just fantasy light. It's not, if you're looking for a fantasy book, it's not really a fantasy book. It's just a romance, an extended romance that didn't need to be extended. Yeah, a dromance because it kept droning on and yeah. on and on. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to our questions. All right. As you know, we did Remarkably Bright Creatures, so we're going to yeah. be chatting a little bit about that again here, and we're going to talk about some themed questions for it, themed rapid fire, and some themed stuff. So let's do it. First question, <laughs> uh, what would you want to ask an octopus, given the opportunity? I'd probably just ask them what their life is like. What's it like living in the ocean? Like, what do they do on a on a daily basis and then maybe i'd give them like some puzzles to solve or like some math equations i feel like and i don't know just have fun so i have an obsession with octopus yeah. uh, i i will not eat them ever uh, but i feel like that they're small little aliens in this world mm -hmm. i feel like they are so unique and different from any other creature that is in this world they have so many hearts and so many like brains i think they have like three brains they're just they're wild to me yeah. um i can't wrap my head around their anatomy i just think it's wild they look like freaking aliens when people draw aliens or there's aliens <laughs> in movies they resemble octopus you know That's what i mean true. yeah so my conversation would be approaching this octopus as if it was an alien from a different life form like a different place and i'd be like what do you know that you can tell me give me your knowledge yeah. and make me more intelligent because i feel like you're more intelligent than me yeah <laughs> you know and i would have that kind of conversation and approach and he'd probably be like this is new because usually everybody is like hey guy <laughs> uh and i would just have my little notebook out and i would be taking some notes okay i don't know they're super intelligent if anyone's ever bored and you want to watch a documentary sometimes from time to time i like watching my docs mm -hmm. uh the uh, any octopus doc you will be like wow yeah just be wowed by if you don't know anything about octopus already you need to just go and watch those things even on youtube just search like mm -hmm. you know octopus intelligence you'll just watch like a whole thing mm -hmm. they're just so intelligent it's wild to me so yeah there's a couple of good ones on netflix too there's one about like a deep sea diver that made friends with an octopus yes, and i've seen that you one. saw that yeah yes. so good yes 
uh, really cute too. I don't know if uh, it was the, that was a deep sea one, but there was also one where this lady, um, she was like a scuba, not a scuba diver. I don't know if she was scuba. I think she just snorkeled honestly in like Australia, Okay. but she would go to the same place like every day or every other day. And he would be there, this little baby octopus. And she got to watch him grow. Aww. And like, they would look for each other. And one time he didn't come for like a week and she got so nervous. And then he turned up Aww. and he was okay. But I was very invested. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why isn't he there? Where is he? <laughs> um, but like, you know, he would crawl up on her and it was mm -hmm. just so cool to watch them interact. Like they're just as curious about us as we are with them. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And they're not uh, the only very highly intelligent species in the water either. Like there's mm -hmm. so much about our waters that we just don't know, but I will save that for another okay. podcast. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a science podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just bringing out my inner nerd here. <laughs> <laughs> all right well like cameron in remarkably bright creatures if you had grown up not knowing who your father or maybe your mother was would you want to find them as an adult okay so if i didn't know them i mean it's hard to say because i do know who both my parents are knowing them deep down is another issue <laughs> but i do know of them i've met them there are a lot of people in the world who you know how unfortunately have not um, and sometimes, as bad as this may sound, it's probably for their benefit because these might be bad people. But a lot of the times they just didn't know or somebody didn't tell them or they whatever the case may be. And finding them might actually be a missing link filled. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know uh, uh, based on my situation because I'm not in that situation. But let's just say I randomly found out that, you know, I have a dad and I didn't know about him. I know myself. I would be so interested Mm -hmm. in finding out and uncovering things because I research the shit out of things. So I yeah. know I would research the shit out of that and I would have to find this person um, and reach out at least and see if, you know, see what I was missing, if at anything. Yeah. So I think that I, I 100% would want to find them. Yeah, I agree. Just knowing who I am as a person, I think that I would be too curious to not want to find them and at least have some type of conversation with them. Unless... I knew the circumstances and I knew why they weren't in my life and I just really felt angry about it, then maybe I wouldn't. But honestly, I feel like in that situation, I would still want to just to say, I met you and now I know with my own two eyes who you are. And, you know, I, I could have a conversation with them about whatever the situation was. Right. I, I just knowing who I am as a person, I think I would. I think I would. See, I have um, uh, a friend who I can base this experience off a little bit, very open about this. So that's mm -hmm. why I don't mind saying it. Uh, but they didn't know their mom. Their mom kind of left when they were really young and kind of just grew up with their dad and his, his stepmom. But his mom never even sent a birthday card, never called on his birthday, nothing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you had this kid. It's not like a dad that didn't know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Let's just say, you know that this kid exists. Uh, never reached out, nothing. And he's still when he got older, wanted to reach out and flew to where this woman was. Yeah. And she wasn't very open. Yeah. To the, you know, she didn't care. She had a whole nother family, basically. Mm. Um, so sometimes it's, you know, would he have been better off not doing that? Because I kind of screwed him up after that, you know? I don't know. I don't know. It depends on the situation, really. Um, yeah. but there's a lot of situations like that. It makes me sad. So, yeah. But um, going back to animals in the sea and not on land, <laughs> uh, what is your favorite aquatic animal? All right, so I am torn because there's three that I love a lot. Oh, my God. There's three I love, too. Oh, my God. Really? Yes. All right. Maybe we have some of the same. So <laughs> maybe one is the jellyfish. 
Just oh no, I, I hate jellyfish. Absolutely not. I think they're so cool looking. They're so pretty. I love them. Two are stingrays or manta rays. I just think once again, they're so cool. looks like they're flying in the water. I love them. And three are sea turtles because they're my fave. They're just so cute. I love them. I knew them. you were going to say sea turtles. Yeah, also, they're adorable. work to save them because humans are destroying them and I feel bad. Humans are destroying everything. No, we don't have – not one of those is the same. But I okay. do appreciate all sea life and I think in a different alternative universe – I would have been an oceanographer, but whatever. Okay. I do. I really I find the ocean fascinating. I will watch ocean docs all day long. Yeah. And I love Shark Week. I fucking love it. <laughs> um <laughs> I do, I do like watching documentaries right. about the ocean. They're me, very me interesting. Yeah. And yeah. very let me tell you, okay, not what you think. Uh, I've swam with sharks. I've mm. swam with um stingrays. With stingrays and I've swam with turtles. Yay. Sw- swimming with the sea uh, the stingrays was my favorite experience of all three. Really? Um, the sharks ran away from us. They oh. were very timid and not what you think. Um, they ran away and Doug was chasing them with a camera. I was like, you're not? Uh, they wanted nothing to do with him. Uh, they just wanted to protect their little babies. They were so cute. And they just, they were afraid. Yeah. Uh, the stingrays came right on us. They were like right on top of our, my shoulder. And they were making like, I swear to God, they were, the guide was saying that they're the dogs of the sea. They were making mm. like barking noises. Aww, Who knew so that cute. they do things like that? And they were like, yeah. on me. And I was, this is the cutest experience. And I was feeding them and they were just adorable. Yeah. And they have little faces. You know that? Yes, I did know that. Oh my, yeah. they're the cutest things. Yeah. When they're like <laughs> flopping on you, like when it was flopping on Doug, his little face was there. And I was like, it's so cute. It looks like an alien. Uh, they're just adorable and I love them. Yeah. Um, but I, I hate jellyfish. Okay. I respect them. They're cool looking. The The prettier they are, the deadlier they are. I want nothing to do with jellyfish. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. That's me analyzing your three. Okay. okay. Turtles are fine. They're great. They're cute. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> My three are, one is an octopus. I just think they're fascinating as hell. Um, the next one and my top number one, I'll save. But my next one, I love dolphins. I think they're smart as hell. And I think they're mm-hmm. cute as hell. Dolphins never forget a face. They never forget a dolphin. Um, they're smart as hell. And yeah. they're just super cute. But my favorite of all time are whales. I love whales so much. Yeah. When I tell you the amount of document uh, documentaries and research I've done on whales. <laughs> For no reason at all, just because I'm bored. Like sometimes, mm-hmm. I they have hands, Alex. Okay. <laughs> In their fins, they have five hands. Yeah. Like that, I just can't with yeah. them. They're also adorable. Okay, they go to boats when like they're in need of help. I just think they're the cutest things. I How anybody can um, hurt any of these three creatures I mentioned. I yeah. just I, I do just, love beluga yeah. whales. They were actually oh, my favorite. Whales. They were my favorite animal when I was young because I had this book. It was like a National Geographic book, and it had all this these facts about these different whales and other animals. And the beluga whale was just my favorite, and I loved it. They're adorable. They're yeah. also like dogs. One of them looked like remember my dog Bubba? Yeah, yeah. He was a uh, right. He, yeah. uh, my my dog Bubba. For you guys who don't know, uh, was a chocolate lab, and he just had this face. And I swear to God that beluga whales have that face. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. They're cute, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, really cute. And they interact with people in such a cute way. Like I've seen like um in like aquariums, people will come and play music and they just sit there and listen to it and they're just so cute. Yeah. Uh but all whales, every single whale. Like I've watched and learned about every whale possible. Uh Mm. and orcas get a bad rep. Yeah. I love them. They're adorable. They've never hurt a human. People are like afraid of them. No, but they do hurt oh. seals. They they earn their name for, for yeah. other animals. 
They're evil. They're mean to sharks. They're super mean to sharks. They like hit them for no reason. They do the same thing with seals. They like throw no. seals into the air for no reason at all. They're, just to mess with them. Yeah, they're dicks for no reason, but so are humans. And I feel like they're the human whale. Okay, fine. Kind of, right? Fine. Kind yeah. of. But whales just, I don't know, on another level have my heart. So, and one of my dreams in life, I like sharks too. Mm -hmm. um, but one of my dreams in life is to swim with the whale sharks, yeah. even though a whale shark is technically a shark. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're very like gentle and sweet and they're ginormous yeah but it's like one of my things on my bucket list but they're ginormous but they like come up to you and they like like let you ride them a little bit and they like i don't know they're just very friendly and i need mm -hmm. that experience in my life okay that's all all right but i'm all a right. psycho i've swam with sharks so why wouldn't i do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but again they were afraid i'm just saying all right, well, let's go to our rapid fire round. And this week's rapid fire is going to be fun facts about octopuses. So Jess is going to set two minutes on the timer. And within those two minutes, we're going to have to come up with as many fun facts as we can about octopuses. Are you ready I for mean, this, Are these going to be real facts or are these just going to be Jess and Alex facts? I assumed they would be real facts until we run out of real facts and then they could be Because <laughs> I only know like six. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. uh okay this will be interesting either you're gonna learn something today or you're not i don't know <laughs> but you know here we go all right three two one go they have it's like blue... 300 species i know that oh okay they have blue blood i thought that was yeah they cool. do have blue blood blue blood that's correct yeah um they can change to their surroundings so they can blend oh. in with a rock or something kind of like a chameleon yeah that's how they get their prey their arms like operate on their own they have like a mind of their own yeah they have like a Isn't brain crazy? for them or something it's crazy yeah speaking of which they're an anime like i said before they they have like eight hearts yeah i think uh, i think they have three hearts three, oh well they i know they have three of something and eight of something maybe it's eight legs mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't remember well, i know they have I think multiple they have hearts. I know they that. have they have multiple hearts. They might have multiple of other things too, but I'm not sure what it is. I don't know, but some of them are are venomous. You know, yeah, that. they can shoot out that ink, and it can be poisonous, and, you, and it also and then, hides them. And then, yeah, and then you guys eat it as pasta. That's nasty. What are you talking you. about? I don't not eat you specifically. The ink. Not you. Some people do. There's ink pasta that's like two thousand dollars a dish or something ridiculous, and people eat that. That's insane. Like, oh, let's gamble with my life. I don't That's know. Ridiculous. Not judging, but kind of, kind of judging. <laughs> um, I know they have powerful, like, little sucky things. Yeah, super strong um, suckers. Yeah, they can literally, like, hurt you. So be yeah. careful about that. <laughs> uh, that's how they literally eat their prey. Like, they'll suck them. So be careful. Apparently, um, and I don't know if this is true, but I do remember hearing that they don't live long after they reproduce like that's like their whole point is just to reproduce and oh. then they kind of like die shortly after oh, that's sad i know I mean, right I, I learned from this book that they only live a certain like amount of time like four years which is sad yeah, yeah. um because whales and shit can live ever um, yeah time's but, up oh okay i was gonna say they have been around for a really long time i know there's like they've been around for like millions and millions of years which yeah. is cool one so. thing i want to say because you know i'm like this big ocean nerd apparently <laughs> I'm just realizing now that I am, but apparently I get super excited about ocean talk here. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what? Talking about the ocean? All right. 
first of all, I mean, we only know specifically, they say like 5% of our ocean. So how does that not interest everyone right off the bat? Like you yeah. just want to know everything there is to know. Plus, if you've seen deep sea creatures, That's they're terrifying. just not even from this world. I know. They're nightmares are made of those. Um, but what I was going to say was that we don't even know that there's so many things that have been around for centuries. Basically, they could be literally immortal. Like I heard, and I'm not sure if this is true, but I heard that lobsters are immortal and they, they mate for life. I do know they mate for life. That's I don't know we about them. Friends. We watched Friends, so we know that they mate for life. You're a lobster. Is that uh, why I know it? That is, that's why, you're right. That's that why, is why, we why I know, know. <laughs> Yes. Um, but that's a fact, apparently. But they do. I think they're like immortal. They found people are so mean, but they found some kind of lobster that was like 500 years old. And of course, they caught him and cooked him. Why wouldn't mm. they? Yeah. Can you imagine, though? It was like 500 years old. That means that think of all the ones that Ridiculous. are roaming around there that could be in the thousand range. Who the hell yeah. knows? But there was something else I was going to say, but I just can't forget. I mean, I can't forget. <laughs> I just don't remember. Uh, Whatever. Don't matter. But the ocean's a cool place. That's all. Yeah, it is. And also scary. I don't yeah, know. you couldn't pay me to go down there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch things. I won't engage. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but do I think it's cool? Yes. I hate science. So coming from me, that's wild that I would even say that I wanted to be like an oceanographer. So <laughs> You hate science? I hate science. What? It's boring as shit. Is it though? It's, it is. All it is. science? All There's not any science you find interesting? Dude, in school, okay, back in the day, the I always struggled with the science classes. It was boring as hell. I don't care about the periodic table. I don't care about elements of whatever the hell it's called. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, you know, like the only, the coolest thing, I, the only thing that ever stuck with me in science class was one day a teacher brought in an egg and it stood up in the class. <laughs> That's the only thing I ever learned because I was like, this is fascinating that this egg is just standing up. And she was like, once every year during the equinox. And I was like, I'll never forget that. Was I ever <laughs> tested on that? No. Okay, that was the only fact I ever remembered. Everything else, are you kidding me? Biology is the most boring thing ever. I don't care about spurs, spuds, or whatever the fuck they're, oh I don't God. care I about spores. I loved biology and chemistry. Boring. And oh, physics. chemistry was the word. I failed chemistry. It was the only class in my life I've ever failed. I had How? to get a tutor. I had to get a what? tutor. Because I don't, I don't care about the periodic table, Alex. I liked I liked science. It was history that I found boring. I and loved history, but I never believed any of it. <laughs> I had I just had trouble like remembering dates and stuff like that. I'd be like, I mean, it was like seventeen something, and of course, you always needed to know the dates, and so I struggled with history. But I really liked the sciences. I thought it was no, interesting. I struggled with science, and I hated geography. If you asked me where country is, I could I couldn't even tell you. I know there's seven continents okay that's it if you ask me where this country is i'm gonna be like i have no clue yeah. you ask me where certain states are i might not know i hate <laughs> geography honestly that's probably a fault with just the american educational system to begin with because we don't really learn a lot about world history or world geography no no and the maps are wrong okay you know late in life i learned that russia is close to the united states i mean they yeah. literally draw a map and russia's all the way over there because and the United States all the way. I know that because Alex, it's not okay? flat, Jess. I know that, <laughs> but because of the fake maps that they give Shut you, that is with your brain, They're and not you fake. think no, but you forget that you have to roll them together. You know, Shut you up. Us, I was a child at one point, you never and I was saw like, I hate this. <laughs> No, as far as I was concerned, it was all the way over there, okay? And now I learned from Sarah Palin, actually, that you can see Russia from Alaska, okay? 
All right, people were all laughing and joking around. That's true. Like, ha, 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 she's ridiculous. And I was like, wait a second. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And Doug was like, no, it really is close. And I actually looked at a real map. I said that to and you. And showed, whatever. We had I that conversation the other day. Yes, I know. But I had, that's why it's fresh in my mind. But I, 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 I looked at a map and literally there was like a little island off of Russia that was so close to Alaska that it was like yeah. literally touching. It's like Grammy holding hands. They were holding yeah. hands. They were point, probably connected at one point when there was Pangea. But well, look. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. I have my little globe right here and I can look at it right here. Well, don't it's forget round, that there's people. How do you know it's round? Did you ever see it yourself? I'm not a flat earther. Oh my saying. God. I'm just saying though. Have you though? This is why I don't like science, okay? Because I can't prove it myself, and I'm not just going to believe what somebody tells me. Okay, okay. I don't like it. Also, so you... you fl no, the flat earther people, listen, this is how I feel, okay? Things will come up on my feed from time to time, and I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, all right, you want to prove your hypothesis or you want to prove your thesis? I don't believe it, but prove me wrong. You know, prove it to me. They've never been able to prove it to me whenever these earth, flat earth things come. They'll go up in the sky, and they'll look, there's no curve. But I'm like, there kind of is though and they're like no you don't see a curve and i'm like i kind of do though you've been skydiving <laughs> you've seen the curve firsthand oh, okay wait speaking of skydiving and getting off this topic real quick so the other day i watched uh what skies what how skydivers see rainbows did you ever see that no oh it's really interesting yeah um but it's like this round circle that they see hmm. and it's it's wild looking uh so anyway, the whole point is a flat earther stitched it and was like, that's because it's the dome. And I was just like, I can't. <laughs> um, I just can't. But what I did learn from that video, which was interesting, I still hate science, but this is interesting, is that that's oil. Did you know that? That rainbows are caused from oil in the atmosphere? I thought they were caused by pollutants, like gases and stuff in the atmosphere. I didn't it's know it was some oil. kind of oil, and that's why. And that kind of makes sense, because when oil goes into water, like it mm. gets that rainbowy thing. Anyway, yeah. sidetrack. Side note. Is, yeah. It's interesting. Right. This was a totally off-topic discussion that we just yeah, had. Yeah, sorry, guys. About... I don't know. <laughs> we came off of fun facts about octopuses and somehow ended up at Flat Earth in Russia. <laughs> For the record, I am not a Flat Earther. Please don't get that idea. It's just that when things come across my feed sometimes, I really like to be told to see how these people think to try and see if, like, they can sway me. But sometimes they sway me with other things, but not that. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's true. I'm not going to hate on it just in case because I don't know. I've never seen the earth from above. I saw a TikTok the other day on a really interesting conspiracy theory and I meant to send it to you, but I couldn't because I accidentally exited it out. But I'm going to find it and send it to you. I'm not going to yeah, talk we about know, it. We love a, well, we love a good I will, conspiracy theory. You're, you're going to so. love this one because it involves time travel and everything. And you told me that time travel exists. So I, I, I'm going to send it to you. You're going to love it. All I right. strongly believe so. We'll be here all day. All right. Yeah. Just listen to our new science podcast. <laughs> coming out soon i don't know science from from somebody who hates science and she's somebody who science. knows nothing about she's all, she's all science <laughs> she's all science quote we're, big bang we're gonna make a podcast about science but it's just gonna be our facts about science not real facts about science <laughs> our theme song will be bang bang like the big bang yeah Uh, also, because I was watching a lot of things about Jesse J yesterday. She's like, oh, I yeah. can sing. This she is has also a, a tangent. This is way. a tangent, but this is a good tangent because she has, sing, she's 100% underrated. She has an amazing voice. Yeah. 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 I'm just going to hands down say that she has been added to my underrated female singing group, which already consisted of two singers. 
Uh, one was Pink, who I don't like on a personal uh, level. Um, but, I do love her music, though. I think she her has a voice, great voice. Yeah. Awesome. And before Kelly Clarkson, damn it. Okay, yes. can that girl get the respect, she, respect that yeah. she deserves? Her voice is out of this world. Out of this world. Listen to her version of Radiohead's Fake Plastic Trees and tell me that girl can't sing. She hits, hits every single note you can imagine. And it's so beautiful. It's amazing. I love it. She looks like the Well, I like it Jessie better J. than the original. Jesse J took me by surprise. Number one, why is that? I do like the song Bang Bang, okay? But why is she singing songs like that when I seen her singing a Whitney Houston song? Yeah. Like top tier. I was like, girl. Yeah. Damn. I didn't know she sang like that. Jess, I saw her at an awards show once. I think it might have been like the MTV, like VMAs or something. But instead of playing the songs that were being announced, they had her singing them, every single one. And she had like a broken foot at the time. And I was like, God damn, who is this girl? I didn't even know who she was at the time. And yeah, I looked very up, impressed with her. And I was like, damn, she can sing. And yeah. everything I've seen from her since then, I'm like, why isn't she more popular? Like, why, pe why don't people like her? I don't get it. Very impressed with her. And also they were showing while um, she was pregnant and she had like this little baby bump and she was talking to all the pregnant ladies in the audience and she's like British. I didn't even know. Yeah. And she just seems adorable. Yeah. Just adorable. Just very down to earth and cute. So I have a new appreciation <laughs> for Jessie J where I, I don't even know if I had one song other than Bang Bang on my uh, yeah. Apple Music. She her. did have, she did have another song, Price Tag. Everybody looks to the left. I don't know. I can't sing, and I don't know how it goes. Oh, the price! I, I definitely don't know that song. You, you definitely know the song. It's old. Uh, the price is wrong, bitch. I'll, I'll send it to you later. You yeah, definitely send know it. it. To me. All right. Well, anyway, you have. I'll send you also the um the TikTok of her singing the Whitney Houston song. You'll be blown away. Yeah, That's send all. it to me. All right. Uh, with so many tangents today, I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. Give us our word of the day. <laughs> oceanography over here <laughs> don't we're all over the place today i know <laughs> the word of the day is prodigious or if you're like me earlier when i read it it was prodigious and alex was like no no you idiot it's, <laughs> it's prodigious i did not call you an idiot she didn't say that but that was her her tone and i took <laughs> it that way and i was like she's right she's right <laughs> i did not <laughs> all right so prodigious not prodigious uh, is pronounced, as I said, prodigious, and it's spelled P-R-O-D-I-G-I-O-U-S. It means remarkably, haha, because that's the name of this book, or impressively great in extent, size, or degree. That's what she said. Mm, uh, and it, Yes, it is. And the uh, example that we're given is the stove consumed a prodigious amount of fuel. Hmm. What are you, an appliance? What kind of name is that? Stove. It's Steve. Whatever you say, stove. It's Steve. Stove. What kind of name is that? Well, that's not a name. My name is Steve. Are you an appliance? No, I'm a man, and my name is Steve. Actually, 
Well, here's some trivia about the word prodigious. Prodigious and the related noun prodigy derive from the Latin prodigium, meaning omen or monster. At one time, both words were used in English to refer to portents or omens, but these senses are now considered obsolete. That's interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Monstrous. Hmm. Once again, this didn't come from Franny the Pucks, and the trivia is top, top, next level. Yes. Next yes. top model. <laughs> America's next top trivia. <laughs> <laughs> That's our third, our third podcast in the works. Yeah. America's next top trivia. <laughs> uh, I can't. She's the whole trivia. All right. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Well, I guess an example from the book could be that Marcellus was a prodigious. I don't. I don't remember. Octopus. I don't remember yes. the definition. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> a prodigious octopus. Yeah, he was big, right? I'm pretty sure he was big. That's that. Is that what it means? Yeah, it does. Oh no, it says remarkably or impressively great in extent, size, or degree. Yeah. So size. So, I mean, whatever. whatever. That's my example. Oh man. All right. Let's let's go to our speech series. All right. Oh, but also make sure you use prodigious today. All right. We want to make sure that you're using these words and incorporating them into your daily vocabulary, as well as the speech series, which we are enhancing, enhance, uh, enhancing our, our speech as well as yours. So we're sharing. Uh, we want to make sure that when you're speaking, that you're speaking to the best possible level that you could. So uh, today's phrase, instead of anyways, still rhyming. Instead of anyways, say, be that as it may. So, for example, you know, anyways, I think I'm going to go at the, to the arcade and, and just, you know, play some, some pinball, maybe punch a kid in the face. You oh could say, <laughs> be that as it may, that does sound like a good time, but I'd prefer to go to the arcade and maybe punch some, some people. You know, uh, do again? Do we do we advocate for violence, especially around uh, against children? No, but sometimes people take things a little too too harshly. Sometimes people have you know quite the uh, competitive nature problem. So if you're one of those, please do not go to arcades with children. Uh, maybe don't ever play games with children. And not only was that your speech series of the day, but also your advice of the day. Advice of the day. Don't. All punch. right. So. Here's some advice from Jess and Alex. Don't punch a kid in the face. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Right? And that, if you like that content, that will be in our fourth <laughs> podcast coming up called "She's All Advice." She, she's all advice. <laughs> oh my god! I can't. Um. <laughs> all right, let's get into our reviews. <laughs> so What's wrong with us today? I don't know. We're weird today. All right, well, whatever. Let's go to our reviews of this book. This is what the people have said, the people have spoken in reviews. All right, let's get started. Alex, what's your one star? Okay, so my one star, this is long. I'm only going to read little tidbits from it. But this person said, picked this title up because I thought it was about a mystery-solving octopus. I love octopuses. They happen to be solve a mystery. They happen to be my favorite water animal, and I just finished reading The Soul of an Octopus by Cy Montgomery, which is a far better read if you're into octopuses. Oh. Remarkably Bright Creatures is not about a mystery-solving octopus. The octopus knows things that the characters in the books don't know and makes feeble attempts intermittently throughout the story to clue the characters in. Okay. She also says 
All of this might have been forgivable had these characters' lives included any drama of moderate interest. If I told you this book was about a 70-year-old cleaning lady, her knitting friends, and a 30-year-old fuck-up who can't hold a job, well, that's what it's about, and it's as interesting as it sounds. There is a moment when a cat shows up, named Cat, but again, it doesn't do anything important other than cat things. <laughs> this is such a long review, but I just took out the highlights. This I don't person know. is a hater. I don't know what this person wanted. And I did say she. I don't know if it's a she or a he, actually. But I'm just, I'm curious why they read this book. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, in the words of NSYNC, you could be a hater if you want to. Mm -hmm. uh, I only hate on him because I want you to. It's not the type you said you like this style is whack. Close up bag. Come on, girl. Let him go. I want you back. Call me a hater if I want to, but I only hate I want you. But we, we don't agree. All right. Anyway, mine simply says Jesus fucking Christ. That's it. No context. I know. What What was that in reference to? Just the book? I don't know. I just, they hated it, I guess, apparently. And they just said Jesus Christ. Like, oh my God, I can't. I can't. So I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Five star review. Let's go to the hour realm. Because okay. we, yes. that's where we dwell. Okay, well, this one is a short one. This person said, Marcellus the octopus with four exclamation marks and then heart eyes forever. And she, <laughs> sa she said, I don't read a lot of literary fiction, but I was utterly charmed by this book. It was so creative and full of heart. I classify this as an extremely readable, smart people book. Plus, look at that gorgeous cover. Perfect for beach season. Yes, love it. <laughs> yeah. So wait, honorable mention real quick, because there was somebody who said, and I, I didn't take a picture of it, but I was so offended. Uh, and I don't get offended easily, but I was very offended. Yeah. This person was basically attacking me. Uh, but by, oh. we gave this a five star, you and I. And this person was like, "Any, I don't understand. This was a one star. And they were like, I don't understand how anybody could find this book appealing. Obviously, anybody who could give this a five star just doesn't know how to read oh or um, has, has no uh, experience with literature. And I was just oh like, my God. sit down, take yeah. a seat. Okay. Really? Just because you didn't understand how beautiful and flawless this book is doesn't mean that we have to uh, agree with you that we've never read a book in our life. What books are you reading? Are yeah. you reading smut? Sounds like you are. Either that or they're just reading like, I don't even know, like hoity-toity books. Yeah, I don't even is, know what that means. I guarantee <laughs> if I would have went to this person's book history, it would have been like, you know, Icebreaker and, uh, you know, Ice Barbarians or yeah. something. So I'm, I don't care about irrelevant okay <laughs> anyway i couldn't find that i just had honorable mention that all right so so my first five my five star review says i am in constant awe of this world the creatures that inhabit it and the connection and bonds that form between different species whether it's a dog and a dolphin a magpie and a dog or a human and an octopus if you've seen the my octopus teacher daco i have not and want to and loved it you'll probably also appreciate this book Loved it. Love Marcellus. And what a debut. My Octopus Teacher, that's the, it's the documentary on Netflix that I watched. It's cute. You'll love deep it. Sea? Yeah. I think oh. it's Deep Sea. But I don't yeah, know if it's the it same, makes... unless maybe I just didn't know the name of it. But the ones I did watch, I loved. So Yeah. But that's probably why we appreciate this book. Yes. Also, I liked that review. That was good. Also, Me too. Just... I just, I, I agree. I am in constant awe of the creatures yeah. of this world, so. Also, I just wanted to say regarding that other person, can we <laughs> criticize the books that we read without criticizing see? other readers? But see how offended it is? How I, offended you feel? 
right? You know I don't feel offended Personally because attacked. I, I think this is a good book. I don't know this person. I don't need to justify anything to this person. But why do you have to bring down other people just because you didn't have the same reading experience that they did? You can criticize because, a book and not like yeah. it without saying that anyone who did is stupid. You know what I mean? No, exactly. But there's certain people in this world today that if you don't have the same opinions of them, then you're the fool and they know they're the best. They yeah. know everything and their opinion you know, is more highly regarded. Like, stop it and sit down. Yeah. Take a seat. All right. <laughs> More from our She's All Advice podcast. <laughs> That's right. That is from She's All Advice podcast. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say podcast number five. She's all bitch. <laughs> She's all bitch. bitch. <laughs> She's going to bitch and rant. That's just us. That's great. I love that. <laughs> We would we would do so well with that. We would have an episode every day. Oh my god! <laughs> Today, I know, I know we didn't have anything scheduled, but let me just we just wanted to come on here and rant real quick. Yeah, and just to give you guys some context into this, literally for over an hour before we started recording today, we were just bitching about shit, <laughs> just bitching about a ton of shit. Yep, yep, <laughs> that happened. And you know what? It made us feel better. It did make us feel better because we were both cranky. <laughs> yeah, we came on cranky as hell. I had technology issues because technology literally hates me. Yeah. And today was no different. It was just giving me the worst time. I, I, I literally could not get on for like 25 minutes because of technology today. So when I seen Alex's face, I was miserable. And then all of a sudden <laughs> we just started getting into this. And she was like, you know, and I have a headache. Uh, and then after we talked it out, I was like, I feel better. And she was like, me too. Let's start. <laughs> it was like calming us down. It's pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> we need to release, release yeah. the negative energy. Some people need to drink wine. Me and Alex can just wine. <laughs> yes. And we'll feel better. Yes. All right. So you've heard, <laughs> you've heard our reviews and our tangents again. Uh, <laughs> let's go to our back flaps. All right. So the first one we have is Remarkably Bright Creatures is Remarkably heartwarming novel about a cranky octopus so what's not to love jess and alex a remarkably wholesome book about remarkably complex characters jess and alex are you smarter than an octopus read remarkably bright creatures to find out p.s you're probably not yeah jess and alex <laughs> marcellus stole our hearts and he'll steal yours too literally he steals things so if you feel heartless check his tre <laughs> check his treasure collection Jess and Alex. <laughs> Facts. Uh, do you have a cold case mystery that you need to solve? Detective Marcellus is on the case. <laughs> Jess and Alex. Yes, he is. Marcellus probably thinks you're dumb. Read remarkably bright creatures to prove him wrong. Jess and Alex. All right. And then finally and lastly, don't be an octopusy. Read this book. Don't be scared. <laughs> Jess and Alex. <laughs> don't be scared. <laughs> Uh, did you ever right. hear that song, A Random, Bone Crusher? I ain't never scared. Did you ever hear that song? No. Oh, that's going to be a great one. We're going to have to do that for lyrical lyrics because the lyrics okay. are incredible. Okay. I ain't never scared. The guy's never scared, just so you know. This 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 singer in this song specifically is never scared. That's all. I told him, motherfucker, I ain't never scared. I ain't never scared. I ain't never scared. All right, okay. speaking of singers, 
Oh, yes. So that brings us, <laughs> speaking of which, that brings us to our next back segment. To you not being good with directions. <laughs> yes, I am. I, I day, I'm a daydreamer. Um, <laughs> that brings us back to our next segment, which is Unlyrical Lyrics. Fucking SOS. Holy whack, Unlyrical Lyrics, Andre. You're fucking right. A little mini segment where we dramatically read song lyrics because it's fun and we enjoy it (laughs) so our song hence the reason why it keeps returning we (laughs) we like it a lot (laughs) so our song for this week is waterfalls by tlc to keep with the ocean theme or at least the the water theme yeah speaking of of music by the way we aren't just she's all booked i mean we're we're she's all music as well we love (laughs) movies and tv we we talk about these things all right um but that's that. I just had to have a side note. All right. All right. So if you don't know Chasing Waterfalls by TLC, here it is. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. I know that you're gonna have it your way or nothing at all. But I think you're moving too fast. A lonely mother gazing out of her window staring at her son that she just can't touch if at any time he's in a jam she'll be by his side but he doesn't realize he hurts her so much (sighs) but all the praying it just ain't helping at all because he can't seem to get himself out of trouble so he goes out and he makes his money just the best way he knows how Another body laying cold in the gutter. Listen to me. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. I know you're going to have it your way or nothing at all. But I think you're moving too fast. Little Precious has a natural obsession. For temptation, but he just can't see. She gives him loving that his body can't handle. But all he can say is, Baby, it's good to me. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) One day, he goes and takes a glimpse in the mirror. But he doesn't recognize his own face. His health is fading, and he doesn't know why. Three letters took him to his final resting place. Y'all don't hear me. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. I know you're going to have it your way or nothing at all. But I think you're moving too fast. Ah, come on. I seen a rainbow yesterday. But too many storms have come and joined. Leaving a trace of not one God-given ray. Are we doing it Southern? I think we should just do it Southern. Is it because my life is 10 shades of gray? I pray all 10 fade away. Seldom praise him for the sunny days. And like his promise is true, only my faith can undo. The many chances I blew to bring my life anew. Clear blue and unconditional. Skies have dried the tears from my eyes. No more lonely cries. My only bleeding hope is for the folk who can't cope. With such an enduring pain that it keeps them in the pouring rain. 
Who's to blame for tooting cane into your own vein? What a shame. You shoot name for someone else's brain. You claim the insane, and ain't this day and time for falling? Bread of crime, I say the system got you victim to your own minds. Dreams are hopeless aspirations in hopes of coming true. Believe in yourself. The rest is up to me and you. Sorry, I had to. Don't go chasing <laughs> Please, stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. I know that you're going to have it your way or nothing at all. But I think you're moving too fast. Oh, you're moving too fast. Don't go chasing waterfalls, you prick. <laughs> Please okay. stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Douchebag. I know that you're going to have it your way or nothing at all, asshole. <laughs> but I think you're moving too fast, dickhead. <laughs> oh, we just ruined that song. It's so serious. I know, I oh, love this song. song. I love that song too, but the whole time we would do When Lisa Left Eye, I wanted to sing it me too. the right way, okay? <laughs> it was killing me. That's why I, I had to end it that way. I know. <laughs> I had like, a like... Dreams you were like, dreams are hopeless. I was like, dreams are hopeless aspirations. And it hopes to come in true. Believe in yourself. The rest is up to me. And I know. I don't know. I, I had to keep like rewiring my brain to not sing it from the very beginning. I seen a rainbow yesterday, but too many stones have come and gone, leaving a trace of not one God given praise. It because my life is in shades of gray. I pray all ten fade away, sell the praise for the seven days. And like his promise is true, only my faith can undo the many chances I blew to bring my life to an end. Clear blue and unconditional skies have dried the tears from my eyes, no my lonely cries. My only leading hope is for the folk who can't cope with such an enduring pain that it keeps them in the pouring rain. Who's to blame for two and gain it? What a shame you shoot and aim for someone else's brain You claim the insane and aim to stay in time for falling Pray to crime, I say the system got you victim to your own mind Dreams are hopeless aspirations and hopes are coming true Believe in yourself, the rest is up to me I just have to say first and foremost that this album is awesome Yeah This yeah. whole album is just great That's all yeah. Also probably one of the first CDs I ever owned Yes, CDs actually play music for those of you who are too young to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I had the CD too. Actually, I used to love this song so much when I was young. I don't even remember how old I was. I had to be less than 10 because we were still living in Sayreville at the time. And my next door neighbor, who was my age, called us on the phone and was like, oh, I just wanted to let Alex know that TLC is performing Waterfalls on like some show on TV. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I turned it on and watched it. And I don't know why, but I just remember that. <laughs> I was like, well, oh, thank you. <laughs> random facts about my life. Uh, the three top, the three first CDs I ever owned. This was one of them. That's why I loved this album because mm -hmm. I don't have any other CDs. <laughs> this, Salt and Pepper, yes. one of the best albums of all time. Okay. None of your business. That's all. <laughs> and, and, uh, Writings on the Wall by Destiny's Child. Those are probably mm. three of my favorite albums of all time because those are the first three albums I ever owned. Oh, and randomly, Alanis Morissette. Yes. <laughs> yes. I owned that one too. Jagged Little Pill. That's an amazing album. I love yeah. that album of every those single are, song on that album. <laughs> those are the first four uh, CDs I ever had. Okay. Do I know where they are? Hell no. I don't know where the hell my CDs are. I'm sure they're in the trash at this yeah. point. 
The Destiny's um, Child one was good too. I never had the Salt and Peppa CDs because I was too young at the time. But that I... album? Yeah. <laughs> that album is so good still. One day, if you're driving like to and from work or something, just jam to that album. You will be so pumped. Okay. <laughs> it's so good. I love Salt and Pep. Salt I, and Pep. I do love know. all their, their singles, but I never listened to their full albums. If I want to take a guy, call me tonight. It's not of your business. And if she want to be a freaking sell it on the weekends, it's not of your business. So don't try to change my mind. I'll tell Same you one more time. time. It's not of your business. love it yeah i love that song too. <laughs> also if they came around and did a concert we would have to go that's all they were I in atlantic city they were when? in atlantic city like two years ago i would have went i, I didn't know. know i didn't i found out because rob's mom was supposed to go but then her friend canceled it was like around mm -hmm. uh fourth of july around that well, area i heard mariah is doing one last tour and if that's the case mm -hmm. might have to Maybe. go might Maybe. have to go I might have to make an exception for Mariah. It's going to be like $1,000 a ticket. I don't care. I need to go. It's Mariah. Okay. No, it won't be $1,000. I won't sit up front. I'm gonna have I don't to, need her to sweat on me. I'm going to have to sell my le left foot to go see Mariah Carey. I mean, I love her and everything. <laughs> she's one of my favorite savages. I love her. But <laughs> she's a savage. I love her so much. Uh, but I don't need her to sweat on me and drool on me. It's fine. Ew. Well, that's why I don't need to be in the front with a $1,000 yeah. seats off. All right. All right. Let's get uh, into our game. Let's play a game. <laughs> uh, don't get scared off by the title, but the game is going to be which cephalopod are you? Yeah, I did it right. Yay. Uh, a cephalopod is a class of animals that includes octopus, squids, and cuttlefishes. Uh, we're each going to take an online quiz to find out which one matches our personalities. So let's find our ceph soulmate. Really, Alex? <laughs> it says that on the website. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> I hope so. Subsomate. <laughs> because I was going to be like, you ain't nothing but a cornball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is Alex found for us uh, from the Monterey Bay. Is it Monterey? Monterey. Oh. Monterey Bay Aquarium.org. Uh, it's a cephalopod quiz. So. I bet I bet you're going to be a cuttlefish. <laughs> uh, okay bitch <laughs> all right you're going first so how would your friends describe you friendly and likable hmm. a little bit of an introvert hmm. an old soul always the center of attention intimidating at first but a loyal friend once you get to know me kind and considerate epic a bringer of doom and destruction <laughs> damn. damn i feel like we should answer these for each other <laughs> yeah Real. all right <clears throat> uh, i mean i would say that you're b i was gonna say e but I'll go with B. Intimidating at first, but a loyal from you were not intimidating. You're I not scary. Not, not necessarily intimidating, but not necessarily friendly at first. I don't know. That's All right, I'll, sure. I'll, I'll go with introvert B. Yeah. What's your favorite color? Orange, blue, green. It changes depending on my mood. Red, yellow, black, like the depths of which I rise. <laughs> Whoever G is is intense. It's hilarious. So I'll say blue. Uh, 
How would you describe your sense of style? Classic, like jeans and a t-shirt. Comfortable. I basically live in my pajamas. Unique. I know what works for me. Fashionable. More is more. Dark. My wardrobe is primarily different shades of black. Cute. Bring on the pastels. Legendary. Think <laughs> Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster. What's that, so that mean? I don't know, but she is so intense. I guess we're going to have to play this quiz again just to see what she is. Yeah. Uh, what did you say? B? Comfortable? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for fun? Exercise in my brain. I love a challenge. <laughs> Self-care at home. Find me watching movies and doing cozy crafts. No, that's not you. Getting outside. I enjoy the beauty and calm of nature. Hitting the town. I love going out with friends. Scavenging for food. I know it's not the best place to grab a bite. <laughs> Spending time with people I love. Or decimating ships. <laughs> My favorite parts are devouring sailors and destroying the Golden Gate. All right. I definitely know what she is, and it's the Kraken. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like B is me. I do do crafts and I am, I do stay at home a lot. I definitely, I either A or B or, or F, but probably A or B. Um, so you're going to do B. Yeah. Uh, besides the cozy crafts that can re be replaced. By I do thing. do cozy crafts. Stop do doing. I do do. I do do. We're going to need a, a speech phrase for do do. Cause we say do do all the time. I know. All right. What are you craving right now? Is it a healthy snack? Is it comfort food? Pass the chips. Uh, an old rusted family recipe that reminds me of home. Something unusual and exciting. I love trying new things. Yeah. Dark chocolate. <laughs> something sweet. A couple hundred salty salads lost at sea with a side of ship. Who's picking that one? I don't know. It's hilarious, but it's definitely Amazing. deep. I do love trying yeah. new things. 100% girl tried tongue. <laughs> uh, in high school, you were voted. Most likely to succeed. Most likely to fall asleep in class. Most likely to never change. Best hair. Most mysterious. <laughs> Best smile. Most likely to be a mythological creature. Honestly, none of these. So I, I kind of <laughs> want to choose G. <laughs> Do it. I choose G. Okay. Most likely to be a mythological creature. Hilarious. That needs to be in schools. That needs to be it. All right. How do you handle conflict? Overthinking the situation. I give in. I'm too tired to deal with conflict. Calmly, there's nothing I haven't seen before. Dramatically, I storm out of every argument. I ignore it. I prefer not to get involved. I try to understand where the other person's coming from by summoning a whirlpool. Dragging all life into the depths works every time. <laughs> uh, I'm like somewhere between A and F. <laughs> so I guess I'll go with F. I don't know. I try to understand where the other person's coming from. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. You're kind of all of us. <laughs> a little bit. It depends on who am I fighting with. It depends. <laughs> What's your motto? Live, laugh, love. No. When life gives you lemons, take a nap. <laughs> Slow and steady wins the race. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. I'll stop wearing black when they make a darker color. Jesus. <laughs> treat, your, treat others how you want to be treated. We must create the abyss that we <laughs> wish to see in the depth. <laughs> i want to choose g so bad but <laughs> i also i also like e i think it's funny but probably f i guess i don't know i don't really have a motto <laughs> oh okay yourself all right uh f was uh treat others how you want to be treated all right 
Alex is a pajama squid. Oh, I'm sorry. Pajama squid. It it is pajama squid. It's so cute. Like those adorable. Like the striped pajama squid, you might be a bit of a homebody. Yes, I am. This cephalopod buries itself in the sand during the day with the only with only the top of its head poking out. As a pajama squid, we're willing to bet you're chill, easygoing, and maybe a little bit sleepy. You probably enjoy curling up with a good book or movie, yes, and can appreciate the little things in life. Quality time with friends, favorite foods, and comfy loungewear. Interesting. That sounds delightful. Yes. And the striped pajama squid looks a little bit like it's wearing pajamas, and it does. They're right. A little bit like a dumpling. It does look a little bit like a dumpling. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Some people call it a striped dumpling squid. That's interesting. It spends its days snoozing under a layer of sand with only its eyes exposed, waiting for unsuspecting prey to pass by. (laughs) When it rises from its sandy bed, bold stripes warn predators they best stay away. It's poisonous. It would make a terrible meal. Hmm. Yeah, I knew it was going to be poisonous because A, you're poisonous. No, (laughs) No, (laughs) because it's striped. And usually like if they have like funky features like that, things are poisonous. They're super colorful. Yeah. So I think that this is cute. I never even knew that a pajama squid existed and I'm here for him. He's adorable. Yeah, me too. My my little spirit animal. Okay. So Jess, how would your friends describe you? Friendly and likable? A little bit of an introvert? An old soul? Always the center of attention? Intimidating at first, but a loyal friend once you get to know me or you? Kind and considerate (laughs) or epic? A bringer of doom and destruction? Uh, probably friendly and likable yeah uh what's your favorite color i despise orange like i had read me my choices all right i know you're trying to take my job from me (laughs) jessica what is your favorite color orange blue green it changes depending on your mood red yellow or black like the depths from which you rise even though that one's the most fun that is not me (laughs) uh so pink is ultimately my favorite color but it doesn't it's not here but my second favorite color is green so i'm gonna have to go see okay how would you describe your sense of style a classic like jeans and a t-shirt b comfortable i basically live in pajamas c unique i know what works for me d fashionable more is more e dark my wardrobe is primarily different shades of black F, cute, bring on the pastels. Or G, legendary, think Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster. Well, I don't have any of those costumes, so G's <laughs> out. No, definitely the same as you, comfortable. I, yeah. I, I have to be comfortable all the time, otherwise I'm miserable. <laughs> I live basically in pajam jams. Um, My jam we talked jams. about that the other day, so. Yeah. What do you do for fun? A, exercising your brain, you love a challenge. B, self-care at home. Find you watching movies and doing cozy crafts. C, getting outside. Enjoy the beauty and calm of nature. D, hitting the town. You love going out with friends. E, scavenging for food. You always know the best place to grab a bite. F, spending quality times with people you love. Or G, decimating ships. Your favorite parts are devouring sailors and destroying the Golden Gate Bridge. Obviously that. (laughs) No, uh, I'm conflicted here because A, I love exercising my brain. I do love a challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do things like that all day long. Okay. Um, self-care at home. Hell yeah. Uh, so I like that too. But I do like to go out with friends as well. But the majority of time, I'm probably spending quality time with the people I love. So I'm going to go with that one. Okay. So I do do the do do. Hmm. 
the other yes. one as well. All right. What are you craving right now? A healthy snack, comfort food, pass the potato chips, anyone? An old family recipe that reminds you of home. Something on un- day that's not May at all. <laughs> okay. She doesn't doesn't like anything unusual or exciting. No. Does not like no. to try new things. Okay. No, I need to know exactly what it is. No, thank you. Dark chocolate, something mm-hmm. sweet, or perhaps a couple hundred salty sailors lost at sea with a nice side of ship. No. Uh come on, man. Dark chocolate. Yeah. Always. All right. In high school, you were voted most likely to succeed, most likely to fall asleep in class, most likely to never change, best hair most mysterious, best smile, or most likely to be a mythological creature. I love the way you read most mysterious. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I definitely wasn't most mysterious. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think I was most likely to succeed, although I was smart in school. Uh, Most likely to fall asleep in class. Hell no, I would have never done that. Likely to never change. That's just boring. I guess best hair or best smile. You pick which one of those um i wasn't voted either of those but i don't know let's go with best smile okay all right how do you handle conflict by overthinking the situation do you just give in you're too tired to deal with the conflict calmly there's nothing you haven't seen before dramatically you storm out of every argument you ignore it you'd prefer just not to get involved you try to understand where the other person is coming from or you summon a whirlpool, dragging all life into the depths because it works every time. I, I, that would work none of the time. <laughs> uh, so I hate conflict. I'm one of those. Mm. I don't like it. Uh, I would like to avoid it as much as possible. So I'm going to probably say, but I do overthink the shit out of it if I have to be involved. Yeah. So if I'm involved, I'm overthinking the shit out of it. But if I'm not involved, I don't want to be. So E. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore it. <laughs> Yeah, I will get super anxious and I will want none of that. Uh, I don't like getting involved. So I will typically E, uh, but I do overthink as well. But I guess we're just going to ignore it. Okay. Because this is a conflict, an inner conflict that I'm running away from. So there you go. All right. So what is your motto? Is it live, laugh, love? Is it when life gives you lemons, take a nap. Slow and steady wins the race. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. I'll stop wearing black when they make a darker color. (laughs) Treat others how you want to be treated. Or we must create the abyss that we wish to see in the depths. I really like FND. Yeah. Uh, But I, I, if this is going to be she's full advice, then damn it, be yourself. For real. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to go with that one. Although my slogan is be kind. Now the moment of truth. Oh, a flight of Jack Octopus. (laughs) Oh my god, it's like a pancake. It's too cute. All right. The flapjack octopus is so adorable. I just want to hug and kiss it. It says you're sweet and kind with a heart of gold. Oh, and like the flapjack flapjack octopus, you're probably adorable. (laughs) At first, scientists even considered calling this cute cephalopod adorabilis. Oh my god, I can't. (laughs) Underneath your cute exterior, you're also compassionate and considerate. You know that relationships take effort and you make sure to listen and make time for your friends and loved ones. Aww. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Uh, It says more about the Ceph. First of all, they even shortened the word for me. Ceph. Come on. (laughs) It's me. More about the Ceph that's sweet as syrup. Uh, Robotic 
submersibles from Monterey Bay Aquarium Research Institute have spotted this little octopus resting on the mud, its orange body resembling a flat, fluffy pancake. When, star when startled by a predator, a flapjack octopus perks up and swims to safety by flapping its stubby fins, <laughs> pulsing its webbed arms, pushing through, uh, pushing water through its funnel for jet propulsion or all three at once when the coast is clear it stretches its webbed arms and parachutes back to the seafloor i couldn't be happier with that this is response. so cute <laughs> it's this... the cutest thing please i can't even it looks like a cat <laughs> yeah it, does. it has like cat ears dude yeah i'm well... so happy these results made my day i know this was such a great quiz i love this quiz <laughs> it really was <laughs> for fun we have to see what what g is i'm sorry we have to go I'm telling you, see. it's definitely the Kraken. The Kraken? It's definitely the, the Kraken. Or is it Kraken? The Kraken, girl. Kraken, the sorry. Kraken. You're a Kraken. <laughs> the Kraken. It's the Jimmy, it's the Davy Crockett Crockpot edition. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Let's just say if we were this person. All right. Bringer <laughs> of Doom, Black Like the Depths, Legendary, Decimating Ships. Loves eating salty sailors, most likely to be mythological, summons whirlpools, and creates abysses. <laughs> oh, shit. It is the Kraken. I told you. Of course it is. Look at it. I know. Wow. <laughs> we feel honored that your salty eminence has graced us with your presence. There might be someone out there that was listening to these responses like, I'm Jay. <laughs> Uh, so this is for you. Uh, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule, destroying ships and sinking sailors to our take our personality quiz. Uh, please don't unleash your wrath upon us. We think that you're an incredible, haha, I like that pun, mythological creature, and we like your style. More about this mythological creature of legend. First appearing in Scandinavian folklore, the Kraken is said to dwell off the coasts of Norway and Greenland, terrorizing nearby sailors. Authors over the years have reasoned that the legend may have originated from sightings of giant squids that can grow to 13 to 15 meters or about 40 to 50 feet in length. Okay, fun fact. I went to an aquarium <laughs> that had, not a kraken, but had one of those long deep sea octopuses with like mm. huge, huge tentacles that go on for days. Yeah. And that thing was ginormous. And yeah. it it was like preserved in such a great way. Um but it was dead, obviously, but it was preserved in such a great way. But even though it like curled at the ends and that thing was still about 30 feet. So I can only imagine wow. how long it really was. Yeah. Uh, that thing was wild to see in person. So yeah. these, I can definitely see this being accurate. Mm. Something like this. Not maybe to this extreme, but <laughs> I could see the sightings being accurate. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. definitely giant sea creatures and probably more so in the oh, past. Yeah. But I don't know oh, if definitely. they were attacking ships and eating sailors. Yeah. <laughs> My kid is obsessed with Megalodon. Mm -hmm. uh, he loves Monster Jam, Megalodon truck, by the way. There's okay. a monster uh, Megalodon monster truck. He loves it. Okay. Uh, but those things were ginormous. If you've ever gone to any aquariums and they show you like the, the teeth structure and like you stand in it, those mm -hmm. things were massive. Yeah. Um, and there was definitely other big, big creatures like that. And there may still be if we only know 5% of the ocean. So we're not going there again. I won't give you that tangent. Right. Okay. Uh, but this was for you if you were a G, literally. <laughs> a G. <laughs> um, if we didn't go over the one that you think you would have connected with, I'm sorry, we can't go over them all. Uh, but again, you can go check this quiz out for yourself at MontereyBayAquarium.org. Yep. All right. So let's hear from Doug. What you got to say, Doug? <laughs> 
What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing today? You know, this is a, a podcast about reading, and I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't read in a while. Iron Flame book was trash, all right? Throw that thing in the garbage. Don't even read it. It was horrible. I didn't finish. It was just like a porno. Uh, everything I read was just like, hey, uh, sex, 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 sex. Oh, something exciting? No, sex, sex, sex. And it really turned me off. I've been on to bigger and better things. Now I'm watching videos on TikTok about survival outside. More building cabins, which is pretty, pretty cool. You know, or uh, if you're camping in Alaska, which I probably never do in my lifetime. I say probably, but 100% definitely would never do in my lifetime. I'm not trying to get destroyed by a polar bear. Those things are vicious. Learning cool things, things that are you probably never need in your lifetime, but you know, they're cool. Like uh, starting a fire underground, uh, super cool. You know, you dig a little hole, you, you put a little, uh, couple sticks in there, then you build a, a hole connecting it to another part coming out of the ground. And so it has air flow coming through and then you make the hole, you make the fire in the bigger hole and uh, you got a little fire on the ground. You could just put a pot on it. So it's super cool, you know? Never get to use that in my life, but it's cool to know. So tell me, you have experience. I have quite a bit of experience. Not, you know, like exactly doing it, but I've started it. And I talked to people who have done it. I've seen the videos and I feel very confident that with my knowledge. What else? What else is going on, guys? We are on track to gaining the weight that I said I was going to gain. You know, we're going to get that 20 pounds. Uh, ate like an animal the last five, six days. It feels horrible. Body. Not my body. My stomach. I'm always stuffed. It's a horrible feeling. I don't know why I'm doing it. You know, it's I'm doing it for the cause, you know? Doing it for you. You people. Not for me. I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for you guys. You know? Something you guys want. I don't want it. Seeing the uh, nerd alert, seeing that the uh, second part of Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming out in March 1st, in March 1st, on March 1st. Uh, super excited, you know, gonna get my glasses out for that one. There's a game that will stop time for me. It will be Final Fantasy VII. I will, you know, I'm not here anymore to my family. I'm not available, you know. Uh, nah, that's not true. If my son asked me to stop playing. I would stop playing for him. But everybody else, you know. My mother comes and she's like, Doug, I need your help. I'll be like, hey, mom, you need to relax, all right? I got things to do, important things, all right? Business things. But I'd just be playing Final Fantasy VII like a loser. I think that's all I got for you guys. You know, there's some good content in the beginning you guys aren't going to hear. Just me rambling on. Uh, actually, the whole podcast is just me rambling on. But maybe in the bonus, Jess will put some of the stuff of me just making noises into the microphone. But, uh, you know, you guys have a great day. Okay, so join us again this Tuesday, February 6th, when we'll be reviewing Before I Let Go, the second chance romance novel by author Kennedy Ryan, to help us get ready for the month of love. And join us again next Thursday on the 8th for another hottie episode. Remember that we have started our book club, No Shelf Control, our second book, and also our book of the month for February will be Christina Lauren's romance novel, Love and Other Words. And that episode will air on Wednesday, February 28th. All right, everybody. We hope that you enjoyed this one. You have yourself a great day. Yeah. All right. And please, this is a little quick reminder to be mindful of the ocean and all the life within it. Thank you. Save the sea turtles. Yeah. Throw your straws in the recycle, please. Thank you. Use reusable straws. Okay, bye. Yeah, please. When you get thing, when you get packages from Amazon, please cut up and break up things that are bubbled. Thanks. Bye. Bye. 
For everyone just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We'll be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, and we'll have a new book of the month on the last Wednesday of every month. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can reach us at she's all booked podcast at gmail.com. As always, all books we review will be available at our link in bio or by visiting linktr.ee slash she's all booked. We do make a small commission from any purchases you make using that link. So thank you to all who support us. And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. This chapter may be over, but the story goes on. So stick a bookmark in us. Ouch. And we'll see you in the next one. Is this thing even gonna work? Yes, 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 What's going on, guys? How's everybody doing today? We're brave, brave, we're doing today. Am I speaking Gaelish? Gaelic? Gaelish. Gaelic. Gaelic. Okay. What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing today? Moving around too much for this shit. What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? What is going on? Who is interrupting me while I'm doing this podcast? You son of a bitch. Maybe I'll run to the gym. Yeah, you better go run to the gym, you fuck. What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing today? But, uh... Well, just hate tonight. Ooh, look, you do... You make too much... You do that... I, I don't like that you do that. Thanks for listening to my mommy and Aunt Alec. Bye.